So this is uh, my friend Tomas, who oh, is uh, from Hungary. From the south. From the south. From the sunny city. Let's okay. go take it. And then he's been living in uh, Asia for four, four years. Four now. years. Yeah. We went so, to Japan first for uh, a few months, and uh, that company moved to Singapore, and there I met my Thai wife. And you've been spending time in Thailand also. Yeah, it's it was like half time within the last um, three years. Yes. Half time in Thailand, half time in Singapore. So one of the project that uh, I was very interested in is what you were trying to do with the building a village-wide network. So my wife's family is a rubber plantation uh, farmer community, and around that area, uh, the internet is not very good. Well, the Mobile network is quite okay, but they only have edge connection, which is like 15 kilobyte per sec. And I had to work for almost three years uh, through this reasonably slow internet. And um, that's where the idea came from, that actually it would be good to have a local solution uh, where these areas can at least create internet community nets, if you like, so at least they can talk to each other, they can share uh, the relevant information, it doesn't even have to be on internet, but there are great distances and um, and um, uh, living density is not very high. So you're saying that uh, what you would do is run local servers, something like an intranet, yes. and then the local people can upload uh, whatever they have, photographs or video clips onto that. Yeah. And, and then they can surf that versus like going to the internet. Yes. So even if the internet, the, even if this inter- internet is connected to the internet, um, the cost of this connection uh, can be shared amongst them. Yeah. It would be a slow connection uh, for them if they want to go to the internet. But uh, since they are more interested in what's happening around them, that kind of information can live on the internet, which can be accessed with the speed of the wireless. And I suppose a lot of this content has to be in Thai Thai. language. Yes. So the literacy rate is quite high, even in rural Thailand, isn't it? If the young people are able to... In the south, uh, I didn't see much problem with literacy. But English uh, knowledge is, is very low and the uh, quality of English teachers are not good at all. So if you plan to put some education content there, then it, uh, you have to translate it into Thai? Yeah, well, they would put it there. <laughs> I would rather just uh, build the infrastructure so... Okay, and then maybe they, they can fill it up. Yeah, they when people have cameras these days, they just take picture and yeah, it's getting it. crazy easy. So I, I take a camera, your camera, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the teachers already uh, made a request so they can borrow it and create sample videos of a so-called science show where students are. Um, presenting certain scientific, simple scientific facts like um, how heat is um, going in metals and wood differently. But during that they have some background music and nicely dressed up uh, student girls are dancing. And okay, so it's like a skip they do to... Like the magicians yeah, and, and, uh, and their helpers in that <laughs> okay. style. 
So they made videos about this show, how other schools were doing it, so they can use it as um, mm-hmm. an example when they are training and teaching the like okay. next generation of students. So let's say even if you were to put in these computers, how would the network run within the community? Is it like uh, citywide Wi-Fi? Yes, and uh, we are experimenting these longer distance uh, wireless antennas, directed antennas, and um, these days the hardware which could connect uh, wirelessly is, is very, very powerful already and very hackable also. So you can put your own software on top, you can put your own monitoring system. So it would be very cheap even for me, even from uh, Singapore or Hong Kong, wherever I go, I can monitor this remotely and see where is the problem and I can direct people there to fix it. Maybe even in cities which have better internet, we should start experimenting with these kind of mesh networks, which yeah. are independent because they give you like a backup in the case of uh, actual internet going down. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a bit sensitive topic, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I mean, the telcos, you feel that telcos will not be happy to have a local network. I'm very sure they, they would do some lobbying and, and uh, <laughs> disallow uh, certain yeah. uh, channels and frequency ranges. Mm. Okay. Because it would uh, avoid the possibility of um, uh, censorship and, and any kind ah, of okay. control. Yeah. So there is some kind of danger which is... Yeah, but if it's the content is locally hosted, then I would say in some way they have more control, isn't it? Because the server is in that town. Right now they are more worried about uh, you know, the server being in some other country where they cannot do anything. True. Yeah, so actually they, they can introduce their local um, uh, like local censorship. I guess as more people produce content, especially in places where people don't speak English, maybe it's a good idea to have these local servers because they can store video, they can store some of these uh, things that take up too much bandwidth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not hogging the international uh, bandwidth. Okay, so the other topic I wanted to talk to you about was... Uh, for people who are just experimenting with programming or who want to learn something about, uh, you know, like algorithms or coding, what mm. would you suggest that uh, they start with? Well, these days technology moving very fast and a lot of things uh, getting extremely complicated, uh, which I think is not necessary. Um, things can be solved simpler. So I would definitely recommend a very old language, like 15 years old language, a scripting language, which is extremely small, it's called Rebel, and it gives you access to the internet, the most common internet protocols, uh, email and, um, and the web, and you can just say read and the URL, the web address, and then you get back the text of the page. So it's this easy to start doing useful um, stuff and you can create your own news aggregation service this way. You can create program which um, grabs the latest currency exchange rates and all these are just few li- a few, yeah, so few lines of code. You can say it's like a scripting language for the internet or it yes. considers the whole of the internet as a platform. 
Yes. Not just your computer. Correct. And this thing is uh, a free software, cross-platform, not open source, unfortunately, but uh, the usefulness and the very small size, below one megabyte, uh, just makes it totally irrelevant that it's not not really open source. Not open source, because you should use this for solving real life problems very quickly. You don't want to modify the core of the language. So, and they have very great examples of very real uh, life prob problems and their solutions in, in a couple of tens of lines of code. There are very good tutorial uh, sites, some teacher put together a, a set of examples, like 78 examples, which go through uh, how to program very simple uh, games, which is well known to everyone, like Tetris and shooting game or the rig uh, thing. But he's actually a guitar teacher and he created a program uh, which allows you to extremely easily put together guitar chords and print it, export it into HTML and print it. And even these kind of operations are so simple as saying save slash png to dash image uh, layout and line and buttons and rectangles. Weird. So it's like three line and you have um, uh, image of a guitar uh, accord in a PNG file, mm. which you can embed into a HTML file afterwards. If you write something on, say, a Windows, you can run it as long as you have all installed on a Mac. Well, you say installed, it's just one file, one megabyte, so you don't really have to install in the usual sense of the word. You just drop this one executable and call it with your script as a script file as a parameter. And you don't have to change anything. It's that really that close platform. Even if you are handling clipboard, for example, it handles the clipboard in a close platform way. All you have to say is read or write clipboard colon slash slash. It has its own clipboard uh, URL. Somebody wants to explore this. The website is uh, rebel.com. R e b o l.com. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for asking.